Welcome into episode 159 of Living Off the Land. On this week's episode, it's all things draft. Jimmy starts us off with the catch-up, and then we dive on into what downtown Cleveland looked like during the draft, who tuned in, and then we do a little bit of a pick-by-pick analysis of what we did and uh, recap the Browns offseason. But first, Bear of the Week. Let's go. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the all things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, Ryan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Welcome in to episode 159 of Living Off the Land. Anybody bring cereal? What? Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even finish the intro. And there's already a snipe on my beer selection. Hey, I haven't drank it yet. Uh, I don't yeah. I, so, yeah, I have so many questions, but go on. Yeah. we're gonna, oh yeah, well, Beer of the Week, let's do it. Um, so I brought, for no reason other than the name of this Ooh. beer. All right. Uh, Milky Dance from Platform Brewing Company. Isn't that a song? Milky by... with a Y, by the way. Mm. Like M Y L K Y. So I think the can looks really cool. Super minimalist. If you were looking at this from afar, uh, unless you saw the Platform logo at the bottom of the can, I don't think I would at least think Platform when looking at this can. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, it is a rice milk hazy IPA. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what rice milk is. I mean, it's, you've never heard of rice milk? No. It's like all. It's an alternate milk. It's I mean, not I, usually, I, 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 I not, gathered that. It's not usually used in like. How does one uh, make milk from rice? I don't get. I don't understand the science. From what I understand, you just like boil it and then strain it or something. Isn't that how you like, like almond milk? It's is like horchata's. Like, that's kind of how. See, that's what, another thing I don't understand. How the, all these like like you're how, not familiar with an almond's teats. <laughs> yeah, have you never. No, seen sorry, that? I haven't. I didn't. I didn't catch that week on the Discovery <laughs> Channel. Uh, I've got well, nipples, right, Greg. So can you Dan, milk me? I'll break it down. There are male and female rice grains. <laughs> oh, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, in yeah. the year of our Lord. Yeah, milky mm. with a Y. Yeah, it's years <laughs> 2021, and we milk everything but animals now. Yeah. Um, Is there banana milk? You know there should be. Do you know bananas are all clones? On what is Star that even? Wars Wait, Day. what? I'm sorry. What? Oh, boom. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> what are we What are we talking about when we say bananas are clones? Like genetically, they're all the same. Like you, really? like there's no genetic variety, which is why if they all something the happens to yeah, like well, I mean yeah, I suppose, but um, yeah, like genetically, if let's just say there's some little <coughs> bug or virus, you could say uh, that attacks bananas, like all the bananas that we because we eat one specific type of banana. There used to be different types, I guess. I don't know. This is not the point. We're talking okay, about yeah. We'll, t- we'll, ha- yeah. we'll continue we'll get this. We'll, get- <laughs> we'll continue <laughs> yeah, this conversation this after this. We get more and more off the rails faster and faster <laughs> these days. Um, so, um, according to this, well, I have the description right here. Utilizing a large portion of multiple types of rice, we created this Tropical Bomb Rice Milk IPA. Dry hopped with large amounts of strata, Hops, which adds grapefruit, while Nelson Sauvin adds notes of white grape and ripe peach. White grape. White grape and ripe peach. Of. Say that five times fast. Um, it is 6.5% alcohol by volume. Have you guys volume. ever heard of a white grape? I, yeah. I, maybe. 
Like you like? saw so, uh, obviously like, purple and the green. green grapes or white grapes. Like, yeah, is that maybe? what they mean by that? I don't know. White I, wine, like white wine. I don't know. I'm just I'm 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 <laughs> I'm fascinated by des- descriptive uh, things tonight. They are the same thing. Are they? Just green grapes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Nice. Oh, got it. Yeah. So yeah, I saw this and I was like, "Ooh, that's got a crazy name. I should grab it." And then I was like, "Uh, Jordan Lactose." Then I saw rice milk. I was like, "Psych, it's back in. I'm grabbing Psych, it." Psych, <laughs> it's safe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, if we were, if I was to put this guy in front of you guys, you would have no idea this was like a rice milk thing, right? Yeah. I mean, do you I, taste anything weird I will about say, this? No, no. no. I, I will say though, uh, a couple sips in, I am getting a little bit, a little milkiness to it. Very faint. Do you, when you say milkiness, do you mean creaminess, or because I'm trying yeah. to understand what the purpose of this is, and I'm assuming it's probably because of creaminess. Yeah, well, it's like, like they put lactose. Like sometimes they call a milkshake IPA <clears throat> that because they have something that adds lactose. The first time, I, the first sip I took of this, it just tasted like a hazy IPA. But yeah, I'm getting a little like, I don't know. I, this is gonna sound weird. A little bit of like a milky mouthfeel. Yeah. Thickness. No, I understand. Like, 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 I, I like get when that. you like when you eat cereal or you yeah. know, whatever you get you like, that, the, like the like the milk mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk mouth. <laughs> what do you want? To t- there's no, there's no, there's no non uh, weird way to say that. No, yeah. that's no, true. I mean, that's I get true. it. That is true. The I mean, cre- the creaminess. Do you guys like it? Is this like an actual like right. surprise? Did we do all right? I definitely like it. It's it's got. <sighs> I feel like it's in my head that I'm trying to imagine like a rice milk flavor or like a, a you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I will say that there's a little bit of flatness, mm. and I think that might be because of the rice milk, but it's not bad. Jordan's like, just mad that I crapped on the Mexican lager. Yeah. So I'm gonna get <laughs> back with you. No, you're not one point five rating. Like no. Hey, if that's if that's it's too not, if that's too much for you, I have some Mexican lager in my fridge. No, I'm good. It's not it's good. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't, li- I don't dislike it. It's, I feel like the aftertaste. Like usually, when I have like an IPA or a hazy, I feel like it. It. It, it stays like juicy or citrusy or like. I know a what you sharp. mean. A bite. Jokes yeah. aside, it's it's almost like muted, where it's like flavor and it comes to a stop. Rather, yeah, that's rather what, than that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Okay. I don't. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. No, I'm just saying fine. that's different to me. We'll, we'll just compared since you're to talking, what, we'll, go ahead and do yeah. your, do your rate it. Would you? Yeah. Uh, let me have one more sip. One more sip. I mean, this is very, this is very good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to give this a seven point eight. Seven point eight. I. What does uh, what yeah. does Plato mean? On, Plato mean on the can? Fifteen point five degrees. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? I've never seen. And that also before. with the descriptive words, what's an Asian citrus? Like. Uh, Asian oranges. Oh, or I, I, I almost I just said know. Asian pear, like pear citrus. What are you talking about? Yeah, what, Jimmy? what are you talking about? So when drinking beer, uh, Plato is used to quantify the concentration of extract, mainly sugars derived from malt, but also including other soluble material in, in wort? Wort? Wort, mm-hmm. yeah, that's wort. A, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, that's so it is kind of like a thickness mouthfeel related thing. Thickness. I didn't know it was measured in degrees. Never seen that This before. be a thick... <laughs> 
with thick with two C's. Yeah, seven point right. eight. Seven point eight so for me. That to I, me I, sounds I, like you would get it again. Absolutely, okay. I like it. Honestly, you probably hit me on a different day, and I, I might rate it higher. I'm just, I'm just going with like it's just the flatness at the end throws me off. Again, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just throwing me off. I'm confused. I got I'm you. a confused individual. I'm so confused. All right. It's confused by the thickness. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been there before <laughs> Daniel you're up <laughs> uh, I, I laughed but I really don't know what you just said I don't know what you meant <laughs> don't, don't anyway, let's just keep going uh, it's uh, story time here on LOTL oh, no. um, <clears throat> I like it too uh, I was I'm not gonna lie when I saw rice milk I was expect. again I don't necessarily know what that is but i was kind of expecting something different this tastes pretty much like a hazy ipa really um there is a little bit of like a different mouthfeel like i said like i don't know it, it feels i don't know maybe it's just me and my messed up like sinuses but it feels like i'm i'm like the feel of it feels like i'm drinking like something dairy mm-hmm. which it which not even rice milk is dairy it's rice <laughs> True. But I, I don't know what it is. Well, I and think that's what they're trying to go for, right? Like, I guess. I would imagine. I don't know. But I do. I, I, I do like it. Um, again, it's another one where if, I, if I've if i already had it and I know I like it and I see it somewhere on draft, yeah, I'd probably get it again. The fact that you told me that it's 16 bucks for a four-pack yeah, it's not makes it one. so I probably wouldn't buy it uh, in the store. Uh, they are tall boys, so they're 16-ounce cans, so that – you know that kind of offsets it a little bit, but uh, I'm gonna go seven one on my score. Um, I enjoy it. It's not. I, I'll be honest with you. Looking at the can, the name, and the fact that it had rice milk, I expected something totally different. <laughs> uh, but that is a good thing because I'm pleasantly surprised. You know, one of my favorite things about this, like an underrated part of this, is that I feel like a lot of times hazy IPAs, New England IPAs, end up on the higher end of the alcohol side of things and i like that this is at six and a half i this is still not like if you see something called a session ipa or session paleo it's still going to be lower probably in the fives yeah uh but i like that this is not gonna like i could have a couple of these and it's not gonna absolutely kick me in the ass yeah um i in the patoot in the patoot uh i really I, i enjoy it and i know i agree with both of what you guys just said like it does have like the i think the this was their way of doing like a non-dairy type of a milkshake lactose IPA. Um, and I like the flavor and uh, the, the, the mouthfeel doesn't throw me off too much. I would definitely get it again. I would go ahead and give it, uh, I'm going to be, a, I'm going to one up Jordan. I'm gonna, I was thinking seven, nine, not quite an eight. The one upsmanship. Yeah. Not quite an eight, but like real close. Okay. Yeah. All right. How do you feel, Jimmy? <laughs> okay, that was that was okay. You gotta get it right up in there. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Ryan. I feel good. Oh, wow. um, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Like, like I think Dan was saying, you get a hazy IPA feel right away, and then it kicks you with that weird aftertaste. And at first, I was like, mm, this tastes like armpit. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Okay. I was like, a little bo to this, but um, the bo grew on me. I do like it. Um, I'll keep it quick. First of all, love the can art. It's so simple, so sleek. Agreed. It's nice. Minimalism. It's very I like minimalistic. The minimalism in the can art. 
for sure. Compared to the uh, beer we had last week, uh, we'll not name it because we do not want to bash. So don't go back and look. Wait, what? Um, what? What? what, what? Oh, it was the la- the lemon wolf, wolf. shady. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible counter. But anyways, this is awesome. Cabbage. I will give it a seven point five. Seven five. All right. And you would or would not get it again? I'd probably For get it $5, again. $5, it will make him holla. <laughs> yeah, I'd get it again. <laughs> cool. I feel like we all kind of had the same thoughts about this beer. Mm-hmm. This was probably the most consistency we've had across all the ratings. Yeah, yeah. Between a 7.1 and a 7.9. All right. Just, well, there we go. It's just so crazy. Rice milk, that's wild. Rice milk, hazy IPA. It's weird. Mm-hmm. That sweet, sweet, milky dance. That sweet, sweet nectar. <laughs> okay. That's beer of the week. All right. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Dan. Transitioning. <laughs> okay. Let's start off with this. What you got? Let's get caught Jimmy up. Jimmy with the ketchup. Hey, Wait, guys. I need, like, a big sounder for it. Like, like, ladies and gentlemen, here's Jimmy with the ketchup. That wasn't bad. Okay. Let's get started. That's my big radio voice. Guess what happened uh, in Cavs world? Oh, God. <laughs> we signed Anderson Verjao. Oh, God. <laughs> What a clown! <laughs> Absolute clown show. No, that's that's more of a. I thought this was like just a joke, or it was just like we're retiring his jersey and that's it. Oh my god! I would march on the Romo Fijo if that, they retired his jersey. That's what I thought it was. I was like, what's nothing the against him? He's Simon. not. He's not a retirable jersey no, guy. I don't think so. No. So what are your uh, thoughts? No, Just no. because he's a fan favorite and played for us for a decade doesn't mean like, oh, we're going to put your number in the Raptors. Like, it's like very synonymous to Delhi. An, yeah, he never, fan he never favorite, made an all-star but, team. Well, and then he left and played for the arc rival like the year y'all won. And we was, hated him. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the main reason for my vitriol is he willingly went to the Warriors when we were playing them in the finals. Yeah, that was weird. Like, <laughs> what was that all about? Like the biggest fan favorite. Like, that would be like... Like, right now, could you imagine if, like, trying to think of a guy that everybody loves on the Browns, but it's not, like, I'm not going to pick, like, Miles or Nick Chubb because they're, like, Pro Bowl, like, Hall of Fame potential. Like a uh, like a Higgins. What if Higgins, uh-huh. like, after this year goes and signs with the Steelers? Yeah. I'm sorry. He can go screw himself. Uh-huh. I mean, to be fair, I don't think we crap on Big Z, and he did the exact same thing and went with LeBron to Miami. Yeah, but that's different, though. Yeah, okay. First of all, Big Z was actually good. Uh, second of all, I like at that point in his career, I don't think that's as crazy as just randomly, like, and I don't know the details if the Cavs maybe didn't want. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, Andy was doing this. Andy was in the twilight of his career. I mean, he was. That was what year twelve or thirteen of his career. It was, but I feel like the, the Cavs and the Heat weren't going at it in the finals every year. You know, like right. true. And, and and I see what you're saying, and you're probably not wrong. And Z Z was mm-hmm. here like during the really lean years, like before yeah. we drafted LeBron. Right, true. right. Like Verjao, when he was here in Cleveland, played with LeBron pretty much every single year he was here, except for the couple years where LeBron left the first time. Um and I it's just Z weird. Z just I weird, think man. Z I think earned it. Wait, I mean, he was a multiple time All Star. You know we uh like I said he he went through like the lean, he went through the he basically he went through the desert uh you know starving and uh what do you call it when you're really thirsty uh parched parched yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh to get to the other side when we got LeBron mm-hmm. um I yeah I don't know I I. 
Maybe it's be. <sighs> yeah, I don't, and I don't know the details of why he left. What did y'all not want to resign him, or or I don't Andy? know. Yeah, Andy, I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, he, yeah, he was an average at best. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. I would probably have a little bit more vitriol towards Z if we were like playing the Heat in the finals, and he went to the Heat, which I know is not possible because both teams. Yeah, are yeah, East. That, no, that's what I mean. But yeah, Andy yeah. went to the Warriors, who we had just played in the finals, and we're playing again. The team that had just beaten us in the finals because uh-huh. two of our stars were injured. When if both of our both of those stars were healthy, we would have beaten the crap out of them in in 2015. I don't know. It's just I was very and then he and then he did in that final series when he actually played in the playoffs. He did what Andy always did, which was when he was with the Cavs, it endeared him to the fans. But when he's with the Warriors and he's flopping all over the place and say. and doing all that stuff, it's so freaking annoying. It's yeah. it's similar. It's like similar to to like Draymond. You know, like if Draymond's on your team, you, you love him you to love death. Him, if yeah. he's on the if he's on the other any other team, you hate him. Um, and also, I don't necessarily like this because I don't think it's being done for. I don't know. I'm very skeptical of the reasons why the Cavs are doing it. I think they're trying to mask the end of the season where they're essentially oh, yeah. in another slow death march. Oh yeah, where they oh hey and and the the. The ridiculous statement that was put out by Kobe Altman today saying, like, oh, he's Andy, uh, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he's like, Andy, uh, he's everything Cleveland's about and and fitting into the culture. And the first of all, what culture with the Cavs? I mean, they're an absolute dumpster fire. I don't know. It's just all of it's very off putting. Then Dan Gilbert tweets today for the first time in like six months saying, Welcome home, Andy, or something like that. Like, why? I, dude, why are they making such a big deal out of it? 10 day contract. Like, why? It's uh, Yeah, well, you hit the nail on the head. It's it's a PR stunt to distract. I mean, they're a bad <laughs> team. Tanking is frowned upon by the league, even though we yeah. know that plenty of teams do it every year. I actually year. kind of feel sorry for Andy because they're just parading him out there to try and get, you know. Some yeah. sympathy nah, I from mean, like fans. I, you know, I kind of. I mean, let's be honest. This is a pretty sweet deal for him, though. He's been. He was a rookie like twenty oh, sure. years ago. I mean, you got to think. This is this. Even this ten day contract is. How many games are left? Is he gonna have to do a couple ten day uh, contracts? There's. I think after tonight, there's they have seven games left. Okay, so yeah, this he'll do this ten game contract. Maybe a, a second one, depending on how what the calendar looks like. Yeah, yeah he's gonna make a couple bucks. Somebody's gonna dust off their stupid wild thing wig. And a friend of mine. I think was I still have one of those. <laughs> a lot of Clevelanders probably do somewhere buried in a closet. It was. It was. It's just, uh, it's just so random. It was like my grandmother's favorite thing yeah. uh, before she passed away. Was uh, yeah. Was me wearing that stupid wig. Right. I feel it's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's a PR move to distract from the obvious tanking as well as oh by the way maybe we can possibly sell a couple tickets. But who who in their right mind is going to say I, hey I, was gonna say, I haven't are, paid attention to the Cavs so far this year but now I'm going to go buy tickets because yeah, are people back. really going to come no, because no. Andy Verge a friend of mine was trying back. to insist upon that Adam you're wrong you're, you're wrong and wrong there's absolutely no world in which that Andy I, helps sell tickets I understand he was like quote unquote a fan favorite at the time but like I don't even once know. push came to shove did really anybody care about him no. like I don't like once LeBron came back and that that team got going. I don't think anyone was like, "Oh yeah, Andy Verizon, the heart of this team." Like, you know what I'm no, saying? No, I mean, he was just always a fan favorite. I mean, he was never. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, he was never I, like I objectively that. good. Like, he was never an All Star level, level player. Yeah, he was yeah. Delhi before Delhi. Yeah, true. Yeah. He was just, yeah. just big Harry Delhi. Yeah, <laughs> big Harry. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, it's weird. But it's yeah, weird. I don't even know. Did he? I, did he play tonight? I don't even know. 
Probably. They're in. Will over, he play at all? <laughs> they're in overtime. Yeah, they said he's going to play. They're in overtime. Oh, Phoenix see, right I didn't now. realize he was actually going to play. And they're <laughs> typical Cavs fashion. They're in overtime, so you'd think it would be close. They're down twelve in overtime. Brilliant. Huh. The Cavs are doing that thing where they're where they're being just competitive enough to lose every game to try and get a better draft pick or a better chance in the lottery. Uh, no, Andy did not play tonight. So all you fans that went to the game tonight, sorry. Didn't even get to see the fan favorite. Didn't even get to see the the wild thing. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, Andy's back. Great. Next up. Andy's back. Guys, the NFL draft was this weekend. Did you know? I had no Never idea. Guessed. What? Did you hear it was in Cleveland? <laughs> no way. Yeah, wild. Never guessed. So crazy. No way. So the city of Cleveland averaged a 10.9 household rating for the NFL draft, which is the highest host city rating on record <laughs> since they started doing the whole different city thing in 2015. So it's pretty cool for Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Big shocker. Cleveland loves football and loves the draft. Big shocker. Yeah. Um, and to report a few more statistics. So this year there was um, TV uh, draft TV ratings, 6.1 million. Last year was 8.3 million, probably because, you know, nobody could leave and everybody was forced to watch TV. Yeah, that's, that's true. And then the year before was 6.2 million. Uh, Thursday for the first round, there was 13 million people watching. That's the second highest in first round uh, rating. Um that's also higher than the 2020 World Series. And a total of 160 fans attended the draft. So you got to think if COVID wasn't a thing. Total of how many wait, fans? Wait, what? 160,000. Okay, you said, oh, you said 160. Gonna, you said 160, and I was like. You just said uh, 160. You didn't say. Oh, I didn't say 1,000? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, sorry. 160, sorry. Like, 200 wow. people wanted to draft. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess the TV made up for it. <laughs> it, was just, it was just Jimmy and all his coworkers. <laughs> yeah. My fault. 160,000 fans attended the draft. That really is wow. a lot of people. That well, is. so so they were. So the NFL put like some sort of cap, like 50,000 a day, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. 160,000. So, I mean, imagine what it would have been if COVID really was oh, a thing. Oh, I mean, the whole area. It would have been insane. It would have been, it would have been like, like, think about Nashville. Nashville had a million people. Bigger. It would have been bigger. I think oh, it would have wow. been too. Nashville had a million people. Million people. It was all down oh Broadway. Goodness. Like, they had the yeah. stage set up, and then all the fans were all down Just Broadway. Down the, yeah, the yeah. main street. And that's, I think, I don't know for sure. And, Jimmy, maybe you have, you know this since you're kind of involved, but. Um, I think the original plan was to set up the stage on Public Square. I don't know. And have honest. it similarly to where all the fans would just be down Euclid. You're probably right. Yeah. But I don't know because that, that obviously never got off the ground because of COVID. God, that would have been so cool. But I will say, where they did put it, I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought the location Watching it on was TV, great, yeah. seeing the skyline in the background, especially on uh, Friday and Saturday when the weather was nicer, yeah, um, was so cool to see to see Cleveland like that. And then to incorporate the stadium because it's right there, and then um, obviously uh, everything else. I, we're going to get into it uh, yeah. as we give our full draft uh, review and recap uh, coming up. But for sure. But yeah. And then to wrap this up, one more. Um, have any of you any of you been to PRW by any yeah. chance? Uh, I have not. No, but I know where it is. Okay. So Same. seafood place, right? Yeah, and they have like they're known for their brunch, um, really expensive brunch. But it landed uh, number 73 out of 100 on Best Brunches in America. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Uh, ranked by who? Uh, open Table. If you know wow. Open Table. Yeah. I've heard yeah. of it. I don't know much. Mm-hmm. Reservation app, pretty much. Kind of like a... Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I did 
Excuse me. You know, I've heard God, about their weird. happy hour. I didn't realize <laughs> that they had such a great brunch. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I had no idea they had brunch. Yeah. Not a clue. Number 73. So. That's probably like crab eggs. Crab or rangoons. I think it's like... <laughs> Like fifty bucks a person, just a plate. What? Probably, probably like lo- that. Lots of uh, lobster. Yeah, a lot of lobster. It's a buffet, but it's like fifty Chowda. bucks a plate. Chowda lobster. Do you want here? I'll look Is up that the, the red menu. or the white. Yeah, look up to the. Let's look at the menu I items. That. <laughs> Jamie, look up the menu items. I'll be quick. Jamie, Better than Jamie. Jimmy. Kind of same difference. Wow. Is, they, wow. Hey now. Capsule by sixteen in overtime. That's they got outscored by sixteen in a five, five minute stretch. Five first, minutes. first thing that comes up, Jordan, lobster salad. Lobster salad. Crustini. Oh, Isaac Okoro, thirty two points, six assists. Forty two dollars. Forty two dollars for what? For lobster salad. For it, lettuce and lobster. So it's forty two dollars, and it tells you like what you can get. It, it's like a buffet, yeah. but it's forty like forty two bucks a plate. Oh, for all bu- you, for all you can eat. Oh, buffet. Yeah, it's, a, it's a buffet. Hey, it's a buffet. In the morning, all I need is one plate. I don't need all you can <laughs> just eat. Give lobster. Just give me a mimosa. So lobster. Uh, oh, let's see. Caesar salad, smoked yeah. salmon, smoked trout, smoked mussels, capers. A little bloody mary. Uh, raw can, bar shrimp can you cocktail. Even mix that many different seafoods in Oof. your stomach. Like, I feel like <laughs> Not that me. Would work very well. Have you never Not had I. Exclaimed Dan. Have I ever had what? Chipino. Chipino. Yeah. What's that? Why you never had Chipino? You've had it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't live in. Refresh my memory. Yeah, it's literally just. I don't live in Manhattan. No. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say it like that? It's just Chipino. It's considered like a fisherman's stew. It's literally just like everything in a pot. You've got gumbo, fish, and calamari, and crab. I don't think I've ever uh, had that. Yeah. In like a red. Is it supposed to be like normal? Like is it doesn't sound bad. This sounds no. Yeah, it sounds good. I'll be honest, but I've never had. No. Is it Italian? I feel bad. It sounds Italian. It's gotta be, right? It's yeah. Chipino, you said? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I've never had it. So so, so growing up, I hated seafood. Uh it's only been recently. Like like I've always liked a calamari. But so on uh Of course you like calamari. Well on well on, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, I mean, as an it's, it's Italian, we do the seven fishes. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother would make like a like a breaded uh Pan-fried fish, uh, uh, fish in a pasta dish, calamari, like all this different type of stuff. And I would never eat it, like when I was little. Like the kids, like my nonna would have to make like a regular pasta on oh. the side. And it was only recently like I've started to eat That's more and more like, fish. Hey, yeah, I'll take some of that seafood. It's, a, right. it's one of those things. It's uh, Italian-American. So it's like it's originally in San right, Fran. It's like, it's like what, it's what like people say, parmesan. like chicken parm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's Italian-American. Yeah, or, or piatta. Uh, yeah. Or to be honest with you, yeah. uh, like a lot of things, a lot of things with garlic is is American Italian. They I, don't cook yeah, with a lot I've, of garlic I've in been, Italy. I've been reading this recently, and it, it's 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 proving me right because y'all like garlic way too much in this country. Yeah. And I'm you like, well, there you go. The Italians well, don't, don't, don't include it's me. Obje- a garlic is objectively good, but yeah, but not but like the actual way it is authentic here, Italian like... cooking. They don't use nearly as much garlic. Hmm. I had but, no idea. Yeah. So like if like like a. Uh, uh, like you should go to Italy, you're probably not going to find like garlic bread, or maybe you will, but it's not going to be like as prevalent. Some as good old here. Texas toast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Texas toast with garlic butter and cheese and, on top and of it, che- yeah, and yeah. powdered garlic. No bread bowls yeah, from garlic. Olive Garden, yeah, yeah. powdered garlic, garlic mixed powder. with butter. <laughs> Where are my bread God. bowls at? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. So you mean Panera is not authentic? Panera. <laughs> 
I didn't know the Panera logo was a lady. Until I found I was like out. 16. I found out today that Panera has pizza. I didn't know that. I, That's do, new. Do they, apparently, do they call it a flat? Ryan, Ryan's no, it's wanted. an actual pizza. It's probably thirty-eight dollars. <laughs> but it's new, but it's yeah. old. <laughs> Dan, yes, it's probably yeah. yes. That's the one thing about Panera, man. You'll uh, very expensive. Blow like seventeen fifty and what's like the, what's what's the guy? What's the guy in uh, the show? Doug, Mister Dink, very expensive. <laughs> Doug, I don't know. Did you know that Ryan? Uh, I'm not going to get No, I want to know. No, Ryan, no, Ryan, Ryan and Panera just don't We're get along. We're not like BFFs. <laughs> oh, what happened? Well, Did you get food poisoning? Eh, or, I used to work there. Or terminated. <laughs> oh. Ryan would spit Ryan, people's see, food. See, Ryan thought he had, he had found a career early. Right. He's like, and I, then they told him to get the hell out. <laughs> I found my lifetime career, Panera. And then he decided to turn into a Hulk. Yeah. No, no, I just pick things up all day. <laughs> pick them up and put them down. I just lift heavy things. <laughs> That's what I do. With vests on. Yes. Oh, that, that thing has been killing. Woo! All right. <laughs> That's the catch-up, guys. There we go. We'll That's Jimmy up. with the catch-up. Well done. So we're speaking of the draft. Up. Yeah. We're caught up. That was this weekend. Uh, this weekend? Did I say this weekend? Kidding. Sorry, Mr. Word. This past weekend. Yes. Sorry. No, I, I didn't mean it like that. I was just being an idiot. Oh, I don't know. I was an idiot to you. The draft was here? When you said 160 people were there. <laughs> Camera really works wonders. <laughs> it looked like a lot more. Yeah, it was all about the angles. Yeah. Uh, how, Jimmy, you were there, so you can yes. give us that perspective. Uh, Ryan, I know you you were over here watching the first round. With me, and then we were texting all weekend. So I know, obviously, you were watching a mm-hmm. lot. Jordan, did you watch a lot of the draft? I have watched like two drafts in my entire lifetime. So Got it. I'll be honest, I <laughs> didn't it. really watch. Well, I will draft. say the Texans had like no picks. So well, and even when we have had picks, I don't. I never watch a draft. <clears throat> um, I did keep on. I kept up with the pictures and stuff, but that's about it. Yeah, uh, I. I just got a here. To the city. Hold on. I don't know why I'm Thanks, Dan. That. I worked my butt off this week. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah, appreciate I the support. Okay. There it is. Big, right. shout, big shout out to the city. <laughs> shout, no, shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. I put on the whole event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was that, like, that's what I did as an intern. I organized this. He coordinated the whole event. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that oh, was... Um, it's my senior year project. That was a crazy event to throw <laughs> during a pandemic. Like... How inst- we didn't we didn't have a live draft last year. It was in Roger Goodell's basement, which I'm not gonna lie, the whole chair on stage thing I thought was dumb. No, I loved it. Stupid. I loved it. So I didn't understand what I just knew. Everybody was real upset because the pumpkin guy was on the chair. Yeah. Oh, people were. Well, well, I will say we we 100% made up with it with the macho fan. That dude took over the draft. That was awesome. Our second round pick. We have this other super fan that dresses yeah, up like I'm Macho familiar. Man. Why? Okay, questions. Why do y'all guys like Macho Man but hate Pumpkinhead? Because to me they're the same thing. Um, like, there's, I'm not gonna get into it. There's, oh, there's I can, like, I can uh, tell you about that. There's we'll talk about that allegations. Yes, we'll talk about that after. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it. I don't dislike the idea of Pumpkinhead or whatever. You know, I think he's for what he is. He's cool. Like whatever, he gets people going in Cleveland. Whatever. Um, I don't know. It's just the fact that anytime like there's something brown, it's, it's like, always him. It's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's that pumpkin. It's that fruit that. on on his head. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't like. Like I know a lot of people were like really against it on social media because of the things that we're not going to talk about on here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought the macho the macho fan uh, kicked it out of the park with like his dancing. His mannerisms are perfect for Macho Man. Is he on? There's a GIF of him, right? I think there's yeah. a famous GIF. Oh yeah, that's he's, uh, yeah, he's doing browns. Yeah, yeah, when he's you doing search that. browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's fantastic. But I don't know. I just thought first of all, they didn't know how to coordinate it. So like half of the fans were like staying seated as Roger Goodell came out, like didn't get up. Some of them tried to get up and walk up to the podium with him. Other <laughs> other ones just like stood up, like didn't know whether they could shake his hand or fist pump him or hug him or whatever. Yeah. And then just kind of stood there awkwardly. Like I thought like the coordination of it was a little bit weird. A little but, off, but I don't know. I just You you don't like the I- the idea of the chair? No. I I didn't understand the purpose of it. I think it's kind of cool seeing a fan come up from each team and you know their little S- moment. Just a, I know it was this. Cool. I know it was supposedly the same chair he sat in last year, but I don't know if they do it next year. I think it's just no. They won't do it next year. Definitely not. Yeah, not 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 because whether they liked it or not. I think it was just because okay, it was the pandemic draft last year where he sat in his chair and made the pick. So yeah, let's bring an element of that this year. Um, I don't know. I didn't. It looked like it looked like a normal NFL draft, and then there was the chair. I don't know. It's just I, it felt I, like out of place to me. I don't know. Kind of random. Yeah, yeah. I get what they were going for. I, maybe I, th- I think I thought it was a, like a little bit corny too. But at the end of the day, some fans got to get involved, and that part is kind of cool. That's true. Um, I have a proposal. My one complaint about the entire draft: pick number one of round one, you get sixty seconds. You've had you've been on the clock since you oh, you had oh, the yeah, first yeah, round yeah, pick. That's yeah. a good it point. is criminal. <laughs> yeah, that is a really back assward nonsense. For the Jacksonville Jaguars to, to say yeah. nine minutes the draft and 59 is not, yeah. seconds yeah. when you damn well know you're taking Trevor yeah. Lawrence. And yeah, then why Jackson, did they? And then I heard Jacksonville about does that. the nonsense of letting the clock like go down to like a minute before they like the pick is in. Like, Stupid. oh, wow. You're on the clock. Yeah. Do you think You've they're been just on the clock. doing that just to – Yeah. Just, there's got to be a reason why they're doing that. But like in, in drafts like – in some years, the number one pick might be up up for up for grabs potentially yeah. trades or there's n- like there was no. no universe in which that was happening no. with this pick there's no chance so like, what the hell are you doing you're not waiting for a last minute team to throw five first rounders at you Jacksonville, right. yeah jacksonville yeah. knew who they were picking the second they uh clinched the worst record 100 so yeah so that's my new rule change you get 60 seconds yeah um other than I, that though, I I that. everything went off with a hitch without a hitch yeah i uh i'm super uh proud of uh the city uh, the Browns, Destination Cleveland, Greater Cleveland Sports Commission, the city of Cleveland. Um, that was awesome. Uh, it felt yeah, like, it, you know, too. even though there was only 160,000 people there the whole weekend, it felt like a normal draft, which is, I think, the ultimate goal that they were going for, and they definitely achieved that. I don't know how many other teams are going to either be interested in hosting or have the money to host yeah. or whatever but hopefully we can get back on the short list to do that again. yeah i feel because like I, I really think that we i feel like david that. gilbert and the city of cleveland need to go to the nfl and be like all right hey we did you a solid like we put this on without a hitch like during a pandemic how about you know you throw cleveland back in the rotation and we get it in a few uh, again in a few mm. years where we can actually because another thing it was great because there was actually people downtown for the first time in like a year and a half busy like going to restaurants and and you know, walking around town and and all that stuff. Imagine how much it, it would have been like multiplied by ten had it would would have been a regular year. Well, that was gonna be my question for Jimmy. Is like, how, did it feel kind of like 
felt normal. It felt like normal. Completely again. normal. See, that's so that's completely crazy. normal. And especially, wasn't it true that there was a, a, a lot of a lot of it? You had to have a vaccination card to get in or something for uh, the to get, to get into like this down by the stage for the draft theater. It's called yeah. the inner circle. You so were they kind of allowing people to be more relaxed in that? Like it didn't seem like there was a lot of social distancing within no. that. Yeah, which is fine by me. But like, I'm just curious. There, there what, wasn't like I'll just. I mean, it's out there. There's pictures of it. To be honest, yeah, there was I mean, there was no social distancing no. like in the okay. draft experience. Yeah. I mean, not even in the non-vaccinated like yeah, areas. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like there were There's signs, no and way. you, you, that you, I will say the NFL. Like every day I was there. They were very good about the whole mask thing. Mm. If you even had it under your nose, somebody was right there to tell you above. So yeah. everyone was always wearing a mask yeah, yeah, yeah. at all times, unless you were eating or drinking, of course. But the whole distance, like socially distance thing, most of the time, I like when people are huddled around yeah. trying to watch the draft from the draft experience, the non-vaccinated zone, everybody's shoulder to shoulder. And just I feel about. like at, at this point, like where we are with vaccinations and masks and just you know hospitalizations, like. I feel like the whole social distancing is starting to dis- like fade away. You even have the CDC now saying, "Oh, you can be a lot closer now." So I, I think well, yeah. like that. The wine aspect, came out and said, "Like, oh, we can go from yeah. six feet to three feet." Yeah, I feel like that aspect Which of it is ridiculously kind of arbitrary. Going going away, anyways. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, there's been a couple major things now. There, there was a draft. Wasn't there something else in America where there was like a big gathering of people, or am I thinking of somewhere else in the world? Maybe I think of somewhere um, else in the world. Recently? Maybe, so I'm, I, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is like this is one of the biggest gatherings of people in America yeah. in a long time. I mean, this right? was really, yeah, this was really. Uh, oh, you uh, think like the like Rangers game or something? That was The big. Rangers game, but that would have been like, what, 38,000 oh. at most? Yeah, yeah but it just looked weird. Yeah, well, yeah. In Texas, yeah. yeah but there hasn't, yeah. Been like a, there hasn't been like a big like open space like festival like. Yeah, like thing like the things you're seeing in like New Zealand because COVID like yeah, doesn't well, exist. They in live New on their own islands. So yeah, that's, um, <laughs> yay for them. Yeah, <laughs> but I New saw Zealand. the I saw the IX fans were gathered. I mean, Nuts. there was absolutely no social distancing going on yeah. at all. There was like literally, I yeah. there had to have been over a hundred thousand people, maybe more. <laughs> of course. I mean, it was yeah. They won the title. For the, it was huge. Yeah. Anyways, that's no. They, that's they always do that though. IX IX is like. Ix super fans, yeah. Yeah, they have some of the best fans in the world. Mm-hmm. And if nobody, mm-hmm. uh, if nobody listening knows who Ix is, it's a soccer club in yeah Netherlands. Netherlands, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was great to see that. And like, I worked. It just felt. The, I worked the last. Or I worked Thursday and Friday, and like leaving work around five o'clock. I mean, it was like people everywhere mm-hmm. every jersey from like all the teams i mean it looked really cool to see which is there. cool yeah. right and and this is another reason why i i like i hope cleveland gets another chance to host a draft because cleveland is like central to like central in driving distance to so a many of, well, nfl cities the amount of lions fans i saw the and obviously steelers yeah. fans lions like steelers of, bengals um, uh, yeah phillies packers or phillies eagles, eagles i mean um, um the other? Bengals, of course. Yeah. Bill oh, tons of Bills fans. I mean, um, that that would have been yeah. that would have probably been the case regardless. But but even, yeah. even I saw even on TV, I saw a, t- a ton of Titans fans there. Or yeah. Nashville. Nashville's yeah. Nashville's it's an eight hour far. drive. It's not yeah. that far. It's like it's like driving from Philly. Colts. There's a lot of Colts. Colts. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so Cleveland Cleveland is and Cincinnati would be too, but Cleveland is very central to it like driving distance wise mm, to, to a, a ton of, of NFL major teams. fan bases, yeah. Um, so I hope we get put in the rotation again. Um, how was the? Uh, what did you guys think of Kings of Leon being the kickoff concert? I didn't see the show. 
but that kind of they showed they, them play are they, one song. are they relevant anymore like well honestly. that's exactly so yeah. so yeah. i bring that yes. up yes <laughs> they are i said yes because they are the first uh band or artist that like created and sold an nft for a million dollars really they From sold the an, no they sold their album as an nft for a million dollars okay i this is somebody thing bought I it don't understand. i don't understand <laughs> the, this whole concept of nfts i really don't who knows? It's like a just digital, like digital trading cards that people are spending way too much money on. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly that's what it is. What well, I saw, I saw Barstool did one with one of Dave Portnoy's pizza reviews, and it sold for like one hundred forty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's really. Bizarre. Why would you want that? Like, why do you have one hundred forty thousand dollars? You can just drop well, on. It's almost like the concept of that Wu Tang album where it was like one was made, but like it's even more ridiculous yeah. than that. At least yeah. that's it's an like, why, album. Why, and why you do have, people you spend know. thousands of dollars on limited release Jordan? But with that. Why with that joke. right no i think it's weirder than that no no but because it's, it's the same idea i guess but like it's weird like you know the girl the the girl the meme uh where she's i think it's a little girl who there's like a fire in the she's background she's like smirking or, in front of a, yeah. yeah she sold the, that meme an adult, first of all and she sold that for five hundred thousand yeah. dollars that, that's that stands for non-fungible token token, token. that's right Five hundred thousand dollars, like for her. that's insane. But I don't get it. So like, no, I don't either. So I like not allowed to tweet that meme anymore. Like, you know what we need to do? I don't understand. Well, it's, a lot of it's copies of copies, but like, I guess the original creation or something. I don't know, and it Why doesn't. Is that valuable? Like, I'll say this. Not because I'm like I like shoes, but like Jordans and Yeezys. All right, that's a that's a shoe. It's a it's a fashion. Like the, the Jordan you want to look that are like ten yeah, grand. Yeah, but you want to look cool. Like I get that. Or like yeah, when you have one of those weird ones, like oh a gold lace blah blah. All right, well you get that. Like but like an NFT, like it it it's not even a thing. Like it's. it's like, I would be. But the the mentality behind it is still the same. It's I guess, a, yeah. I have this thing and you don't. It's a status symbol. I thing. would be yeah. too afraid to ever wear a pair of Jordans that cost that much. I, I would be afraid to wear. Could you imagine stepping in a puddle in a ten in ten thousand dollars shoes? I don't think people wear those. A lot like of people you, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a um, friend that has the. I won't. I won't say his name. Uh, the Yeezy Red Octobers. So it's oh, when yeah. Kanye was with Nike, Nike yeah, yeah, and now yeah. he's with Adidas, and Man, that was like his last him. shoe that he dropped before he before switch he over switched. to Adidas. And there's only so many pairs. I'm showing the fact that I'm the oldest person here because. <laughs> All of this sounds pointless to me. You should know about the Yeezy, the Nike. I know Yeezy. about it, but the fact that they're as as expensive as they are to me is like I, I, don't, so, I don't understand that. Uh, I think a ten thousand dollar pair of Jordans. I, don't I think they're valued at like almost twenty wear? grand. Jeez. That's wild. God. And he's been sitting. I mean, he's had them since you know. Well, you know the um, twenty twelve Jordans. They're a denim. They're made out of denim. The M M&M and M Jordans. There's like only a the denim M&M Those, those were going for fifteen grand. What colors? Uh, like dark denim, dark. Wait, what was I? So, what, you what, said Eminem. Oh no, <laughs> I mean the rapper. <laughs> Those go for like fifteen grand. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Ah. No. At the end of the day, it's an exclusivity thing. So what it's, we were saying, though, not I mean, not I, to cut you I off. Mean, this yeah, was all but because we're going back to Kings of Leon. So Kings of Leon in like the See, late that's how 20, Kings of Leon the late the late two thousands, <laughs> the early twenty tens. Yeah, I don't understand now. Well, you know, so you know, what's they come funny? with like an so album. You know what's or funny or? is like Kings of Leon has like two hits, right? They have. Uh, Sex on fire. Sex on fire uh, and uh, use somebody. Use somebody. somebody. So yeah. So that's it. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all. Right, yeah. What's funny was they didn't show them playing Sex on Fire. It was a new song they came the, out because of the 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 title of is. Oh Sex on really? Fire. Right. So okay. Uh, 
they obviously they showed them playing you somebody because that's like their enormous like that's their, yeah that's, that's their like their hit super hit yeah. yeah well and it's funny about that Chris McNeil uh, reflog on Twitter yeah shout yeah. out yeah shout out he also, follows me also yeah, yeah me he too he follows me too yeah, I, don't me too. Follow. I don't know why he follows he follows like three hundred thousand he's people. quick yeah. with the follow yeah. back he, 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 he probably <laughs> mutes us he probably mutes us as soon oh, as he sure. follows which I think is cool by the way I love it whatever he has three hundred thousand followers I think personally and this is not just to blow smoke I think he's hilarious but he he I remember he tweeted at that point in time, like, hey, maybe playing the song Use Somebody is a little bit too on the nose bef- right before the draft where, like, college kids don't get a say in where they're going to go <laughs> yeah. be employed for the next, you yeah. know, one to five years potentially. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, that's a that's a pretty fair point. It's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Yeah. Very true. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't so know. So Kings of Leon. It's okay, weird. though. I think, I think they're okay making their millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to okay. say, you know what? They can go get lost. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the minimum rookie yeah. contract. I, I would I would go live in Jacksonville for yeah, four, four yeah. or five years yep. if I'm going to be making yeah. uh, what whatever it is. Yeah. Your, I know it's. I, you know what? I'd go live in Buffalo. Oh, did you, to, did you see some of the uh, – it does matter where you get drafted, though. Did you see some of the tax numbers? Like Trey Lance, because he got drafted by the 49ers, is going to make like $5 million less like over his <laughs> over his contract than like anywhere else he would have gone. Like if he got if he would have gotten drafted in Texas, mm-hmm. like he, yeah. he his, his contract with the 49ers is for like $34 million. He's actually only going to pocket like 16 of that. What about yeah, uh, what's the Jets quarterback Zach Wilson? Zach is that his Wilson. Name? It's about the same. Same thing. Yeah, but yeah. if he got drafted by the Texans it, or the Cowboys, or the, yeah. or, or anybody in Miami Florida. too, like Florida. That's why, like, when, yeah, Jacksonville, Miami. I'm not surprised yeah. why a lot of people want to play for Miami or Florida teams. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I get it. It's crazy. Um, I mean, it's so much more. Money. I don't think any player had a more radical uh, shift in where he was living to where he will be living than Trey Lance going from. Yeah. The Fargo, North Dakota. middle of nowhere, North Dakota, Fargo. to San Fran. Yeah. Fargo. <laughs> like, who is Trey Lance? Quarterback. Was well, he the one North that looks Dakota like State. he's 12? No. <laughs> no, that's Zach Wilson. That's Zach Wilson. That's the guy <laughs> that got by the Jets. Zach Wilson's mom? Hello. Uh, everybody up? Everybody thought it was Zach we Wilson's girlfriend. That. Yeah, What's I up? know. I, I, I was like, oh, my God. That, yeah, Zonks. That's, <laughs> Yoinks. What's up, mom? <laughs> Hey, man. Looks like mom looks young, too. I mean, they all, I guess it's in their jeans. I've never seen Did you see the video of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In between the guys who are... I've never, I've never seen a guy look younger than him. He looks like, super young. There's, I, for, I don't even know who he was standing between, but there was a bunch of draft, like guys yeah. at the draft, and like a couple of them, like I don't even know what gestures they made with their hands. Honestly, like I, that wasn't even yeah, the point. But like, a couple yeah. guys like made a few hand gestures, and he's in between these two guys. He, was just like, he looks terrifying. He was like, what do I do? Yeah, he's looking back and forth like uh, I don't, I don't know what I, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, Someone's like, yeah, we're not at Brigham Young anymore, kid. Like, <laughs> welcome to the world. I, I loved, uh, <laughs> I loved some of the walkouts too. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, who, what the one receiver from Alabama, not Devonta Smith, who was the uh, Waddle, Jalen Waddle. <laughs> he got drafted. His whole family's jumping up and down, going like this. He just gets oh, up just and walks walked out. away. <laughs> He he later he later claimed that they had already done their celebrating okay. and that he was like he already knew and they already knew so they were you know but it looked that it's every year there's always something like that this year it was Waddle just piecing out walking away from his family last year it was Ceedee Lamb when his girlfriend oh he tried taking phone, his phone and, he and he's like he took it back and he's just shaking his head like no nah, we're not no. doing that yeah, we're not doing you're not you're not you're not going on my phone <laughs> maybe there's nothing good on that phone what do you want to bet they're not <laughs> don't worry anymore. about it I'm yeah. A, <laughs> yeah I did or, love uh, uh, I did love uh, obviously the Browns took Greg uh, Greg Newsom 
cornerback out of Northwestern. He wasn't at the draft, but he was at home in Chicago with his family, and uh, it was cool to hear uh, the reaction to a player getting drafted to Cleveland. So they were pretty fired up. That was a really cool thing to see. That yeah. was awesome. And he was then, just like, he got on the phone. He was like playing it all cool, playing it all cool. And then he, he hangs up the phone. He goes, Cleveland. Yeah. And they just go nuts. He gets, yeah, everyone gets excited. He gets a little emotional. Which is awesome. It was, it was fun to see. Yeah. Um, and on the flip side, apparently uh, mm-hmm. Mac Jones walks like an assistant principal on his way to some rowdy classrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What is wrong? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm going to be kind of pissed because I have a bad feeling he this could be Tom Brady reincarnate. Like ah. the, the stars are aligning. I know that's an insane amount of pressure to put on a kid, ah. and I know <laughs> it's saying? apples and oranges. Wait for Wait. who? The, the Mac Jones on, on its Patriots. face. It just looks. It looks too similar. You're saying uh, I know, but you're saying he's reincarnated to the greatest quarterback of all time. I know. I, I'm not saying he's going to be. He's not going to get to Tom Brady level. I don't think anybody ever oh, will. Right. Quite frankly, right. I'm just thinking like he looks dumpy. He looks goofy. <laughs> he he just he doesn't look imposing in any regard. Yeah. And it's just going to piss me off when the Patriots are going to be back to winning 12 games yeah. a year at minimum and going to be really good again. I just yeah. I have that bad feeling. I think it's I I think it's more the the, the personnel that the Patriots are going to have around him more than it is Mac Jones. They're gonna they're basically getting their defense back because last year their, their entire opt-outs. defense opted out basically. Yeah. Um, did you, did you see the the meme of uh, remember the old uh, Cam Newton uh, commercial the play sixty yeah. with the little kid? The kid yeah yeah someone's like that this is Mac Jones just warming up my, <laughs> just arm. Warming up my arm yeah right <laughs> gonna take over your job and make Carolina yeah, I, at the time it was Carolina fall uh, all the fans fall in love with me I uh, yeah I mean obviously it sucked seeing him like everybody was talking about the fact that the Patriots are trying to trade up and the fact that he fell to them kind of sucks but yeah. hey. Uh, we can just go by our own experience uh, with uh, JOK falling to us in the second. Well, we did technically trade up, but he still fell though. Yeah, yeah, he he fell far. I mean, Andrew um, Barry said that they were considering drafting him at twenty six. Yeah, and there's no no universe in which Newsom would have slid to fifty two. You know what I mean? Like, no, we would have had to have done not. it the way we did it. Yeah, um, and I'll, I'll say this right now: I could never, ever, 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 ever be a GM in the NFL on draft night. There's no way. I would have I would have given up like next year's first round pick to trade up to like the first pick in the second round just to make sure I could draft JOK. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'd be able to. I would have crapped my pants trying to sweat out him dropping, dropping, dropping. He'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, well let's uh let's give up a fourth round pick to to move up uh, seven and spots we, and take him." There's we, no way I'd be yeah. able to do that. And we really barely had to give up anything to to yeah. go up and get him. We moved up seven positions we, at we, that point in a, time. Yeah, and we flipped a, eight pick number eighty nine for one thirteen. Yeah. We didn't even flip. give up a pick. We just we we dropped swap picks, yeah. like from yeah from the third to the fourth by yeah. a couple picks. And I think that's where we got. Was it Togiai? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think we took yeah. Togiai one. Tommy Togiai, who's one of my favorites. I know we posted our mock drafts, and he was a guy that that I took. I mm-hmm. think I took him in the third round. I think we got him in the fourth. I think yeah, he uh, he's, he's a strong dude. He he bench yeah, pressed two twenty five like about, about a thousand times. Yeah, big boy. Um, I think it was like forty six times or something uh, like that. Which I was is listening nuts. a little bit. Uh, Imagine uh, lifting something two hundred twenty five pounds forty six times that's in like a minute and a half. Like not like hey, it's can absurd. you pick this up forty six times over the course of the whole day? At my no. absolute strongest that I've ever been. Yeah, I want to hear this. I could hit two forty five like maybe twice. You're so, maybe you're so weak. Maybe yeah. Seriously, honest <laughs> to God. And Dude, this man uh, threw 225 
40 times. At my biggest, when I was lifting, you know, like twice a day, five, six times a week, or yeah, five, six times a week. Yeah, you're, you're getting back to being the, the original Steve Rogers. There. Is that skinny or big? I can't tell. I, I think, the, the, yeah, I think the, he's the, little, the little Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. <laughs> Losing the game. Yeah, I can't so. talk. <laughs> um, I could hit two twenty five like thirteen to fourteen wow. times, and I okay. thought like that was impressive. Like, I yeah. can't imagine doing it like thirty more that's times. Absurd. Yeah, it's, that's an absurd Crumble. amount of crazy, weight. Yeah. crazy. He's a strong man. Well, yeah, I heard uh, Andrew Berry was on uh, 92.3 The Fan earlier today with uh, Carmen and, and Lima. Yep. And he was talking about how Togia is like, yeah, his strength is impressive and pro day stuff, cool, whatever. But that, that doesn't actually move the needle much for them. It's right. specifically on Togia as well. Like his film is what really sold them. So the fact that they could get somebody that they really liked, you know, in the early to mid fourth round, like, yeah, I mean, top to bottom in this draft, I, I think that Andrew Berry uh, and company absolutely killed it again. Yeah, the the combine like the combine and the the measurable stuff for the most part for these NFL teams is nonsense. Like they 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 see all they need to know on on tape yeah. on film because it's maybe like, like the separate guys. Like yeah, if if all other things are equal yeah. and one guy's a little faster or stronger, maybe that tips the scale. Like I remember, uh, I don't know if you remember this name, Vernon Golson oh, yeah. of Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, he he looked. It's the old adage: look like Tarzan, play like Jane. Like he was, like. He was more ripped and bigger than Miles Garrett, but just didn't pan out. He had no idea how to play football, and he was out of the league in a couple of years. It's like everything I'll tell you. Like these, like these teams that that fall in love with guys because of their measurables and like combine and stuff. Like a lot of times they don't pan out. It's more so what you put on film. Right. I saw some tweet. It was like in the around the fourth round of the draft. Somebody said it went viral. It's like we're at the we're at the point of the draft where the commentators uh, always say. You know, this guy, uh, he just knows how to play football. Where <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they just like have nothing right. else yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? He yeah. really knows the game. Either that or they just didn't do their job and do any research. <laughs> right. like, yeah, he's just he's just a football player. He's a, he's a football like, player. He's just no a, kidding. They're he's just an overall well Knows the game in and out. Yeah. Well, that's I tell you what, what Dan, what you were just saying is the only reason I approached the Anthony Schwartz pick with a little bit of caution is simply because straight Agreed. straight line speed is not very rarely does that translate right. to football speed and at the very and even the next step would be like having a strong career. Like everyone wants to say, wow, he's all, he's he's as fast or faster than Tyreek Hill, and yes, Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill is an absolute speed demon. He's a freak, but for every one Tyreek Hill, there are dozens of other guys that are burners who just yeah. can't pan out because their route running is not very great, which Schwartz kind of falls into. Um, but the good news is Jarvis Landry runs just some of the crispiest routes you've ever seen, and now they're teammates, and they're already training together. So yeah. They were training um, together before the draft, yeah. actually, like, like a couple really weeks. Excited. I'm um, really excited for him. Um, I think the good thing with him is there's going to be no there's going to be no expectations for him because he's going to be what, at best, our fifth receiver. Yeah, He's going to be playing on special teams. He might be a kick returner for us. And uh, if he get if he breaks it in on offense, it's going to be those jet sweeps, those reverses, and, and maybe a go route here and there. He's yeah. not; they're not going to be asking him to run a post, a dig, uh, a corner, a flag, anything like that. Um, he'll be running just if he's in on offense. He's basically just going to be running straight nines, or he's going to be taking a uh, jet sweep or something like that. So it's gonna I, be- it's it's going to be good because that's the one thing we lacked on offense was. Straight line speed. Yeah. Um, Jarvis is fat, or I, Odell is is fast, but Odell's coming off of a major knee injury. He's I did. Good. I did. I did see that video of him. He's running. That came out today. He's moving. 
He's got a he's got a very interesting stride. Does he? His knees are high when he runs. Mm. I don't know if maybe he's got just abnormally long legs for his body. I'm sure. I don't think I, I'll have to go back and watch that. I don't but think it's, I noticed it's that. interesting. Hmm. I, maybe maybe it was part of his rehab. Like they Could wanted be. him to run high knees like that, but he's freaking fast doing it. Yeah. yeah, he looks good. I'm excited about that. We um, we uh, we drafted an offensive lineman, which I know you're happy about. I was very happy with that. Very Who apparently. Pleased was i don't know if it was daniel jeremiah somebody had him rated in like the 50s as far as like prospects go yeah and we got him at like pick like 90 something yeah i don't know why he fell probably like 91 yeah he was originally a defensive lineman yeah and played in said, michigan yeah and, and they said uh uh he was not in favor of originally switching to offensive line but <laughs> worked out for him <laughs> Yeah, he, he's in the he's, NFL now. Yeah, well, he's the one who was when he was making his transition. He was going on YouTube and looking up a bunch of Joe Thomas highlights and clips yeah, to learn. How, not not too shabby of a guy to learn how to play offensive lineman from. Speaking of uh, speaking of Joe Thomas, did you see Ben Albright's uh, tweet a couple hours ago? I did not. So oppose, supposedly Denver lost an offensive lineman today to a I think oh, a torn Achilles yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and Ben Albright uh, tweeted that Joe. It was a joke, but. He tweeted at Joe Thomas. He's like, hey, you want to bulk up and play right tackle for a year? <laughs> Something like that. Right. And, of course, all Browns fans are like, oh, if he's going to come back, he's going to come back and play for the Browns. Right. Like, take a joke, Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Nerds. You know what I love about the whole Anthony Schwartz thing? Yeah. Hmm. It's been how many days since he got drafted, and he already has a merch line dropping. Yeah. It's <laughs> all that. Brown hey, stuff, him, and he's, it's he's awesome. Capitalist. You know he's he going to w- sell a lot of it in this city. He was already oh, at yeah. Cavs game. He's already talking about going to Cedar Point and tweeting with Cedar Point. Love he's that. He's already got Browns-themed merch. Like, Schwartz is all yeah, in. He is absolutely not. And hey, he's becoming a fan favorite. Make every. I bet, what do you want to bet? He's got an NFT on the way. I bet you. Uh, he's going to like record himself doing a 100-meter dash or something crazy, and, mm-hmm. and he's going to sell it on the internet for... I don't know. I mean, it's actually kind of brilliant, like how you come in before you even take a, even like you know one play in the NFL or preseason. You connect with the fans through merch, and you know we're all suckers for a Cleveland Brown shirt. You connect with Cedar Point, arguably the greatest uh, music park in the world, and people love that. Is it really um, arguable? I mean. I'm not roller coaster guy. It's uh, it's the best I'm amusement park sure in the it world. Is considered the greatest number one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when, you know, we're we're not in pandemic times. People come from all over the world. To come yeah. To Cedar Point. Oh, Cedar Point has the most roller, most roller coasters. coasters. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like actually the oh yeah greatest. So I'm just saying this kid's stock is high yeah. already before even and playing he's it down. Literally not done a single football. Brilliant. Thing. And he's a fan favorite. People love him. Yeah, he was on uh sorry, he was on ESPN Cleveland today, and uh, they they got. Him, Cedar Point is one of their uh, uh, partners, one of their sponsors, and they got him a gold pass for this year. Of course, <laughs> that's <they did>. awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, James Hudson, the tackle we got, we actually got it pick one ten in the fourth. Oh, we round. got him later. Tommy Togi, I was pick one thirty two hmm. in the fourth round. Tony Fields, which I don't know anything about. A lot of people are saying he's like a poor man's JOK. So I know he's fast. Uh... Yeah, but I don't know really a whole. I lot thought it was interesting. We took a safety. I mean, fifth round, but yeah. And then the uh, Demetric Felton out of U- UCLA, sixth round pick, but he's a he's kind of one of those like scat back wide receiver running back. T- I mm-hmm. thought that was interesting. But like Andrew Berry said, like when you're when you're building in the draft, you're building to you're building for the future. You're not like. You're not. You don't want to be in a position where you're drafting a bunch of guys that want to start. And the good thing about the Browns now is like, 
even our first round pick, Greg Newsom, he might not start. No, you know, if, I mean if, 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 if Greedy comes back healthy, you've got Denzel Greedy and uh, Troy Hill, who are probably all going to play over. Like Greg Newsom will play. Like this is today's NFL. Most of the time, you're playing with four or five corners anyway. Yeah, but so we're gonna he's getting with, in. We're going to play with three safeties a lot of the time too. Though. Yeah, like it's it's that's not going to be unheard of. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, inevitably, one or many of those guys are going to get hurt because nowadays, I mean, these guys, this is like trying to drive a, a Ferrari on a dirt road. Like I, these guys are going to get yeah. hurt and break down. I will say though, uh, our second round pick is going to start. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He's starting. Employee fifty one. Your 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 days Listen, might be numbered. I am rooting for Mac Wilson so hard, and I I don't have. Well, I, you got to think about it. How many how many. Uh, how many linebackers do teams usually keep? And uh, and us with the Browns, we're going to keep even less because yeah. we're not going to play with as many. No, I know. He's, we signed Anthony Walker. Yeah. Uh, Taki Taki is going to be over Mac Wilson. Ta- yeah. Uh, JOK. JOK. Probably Tony Fields. We drafted him. I don't know. Mac Wilson's going to have to fight like hell. I mean, I don't see us drafting a, f- a fifth rounder not making the team. Would w- That would be a surprise to me, but... I don't know what we're going to have to do. Um, there's going to be a couple popular, not popular names, but there's going to be a couple names that we've all come to know really well that are probably not making this team. Sure. Mac Wilson is very likely not going to make the team. Yeah. And I feel bad because, yeah, his numbers objectively by PFF, he was horrible. He's probably one of the worst players in the entire league last year. Yeah. But his his passion, enthusiasm, I mean, you can't be a keyboard warrior and stay in the NFL. I understand that. I'm not like yeah. – I have no illusion that he's going to, you know – magically flip the script but i really do believe he's he's really close he's he sees a lot of almost plays he just he just can't finish the job my thing with mac wilson is if he's not going to be a starter at linebacker and he's going to be a depth guy he has to be able to play special teams and i don't know if he can i i think you're correct and i think that's why he doesn't make the team yeah. i think it's going to really come down to he's certainly not going to be a, he's sure as hell not going to be a starter and he's yeah, yeah. um because 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 in 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 the in the packages where you do play three linebackers, our starters are going to be JOK, Taki Taki, and uh, Anthony Walker. Yeah. Oh, Those don't forget, we still have um, we got Malcolm Smith, too. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know how Mac Wilson makes this roster. I really I, don't. I don't think he does. I, yeah. I think it's that simple. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy from the clouds. <laughs> from the top um, rope. I didn't say anything. You know, uh, another name uh, that we probably won't have in Cleveland much longer, like Shelter to Redwine. With them, dra- yeah. with them drafting yeah. LeCount, the safety from Georgia, yeah. on top of sucks. He's, in- I mean, Redwine's another guy that wasn't great, but you know, he's the exact opposite of Anthony Schwartz, though. Like Jimmy was talking about. Yeah. How does Redwine not have like an entire line of merch dedicated <laughs> just to Red Red yeah, like, how, Wine? Like, I don't care how gimmick it is, people really would buy that crap. Make an accent. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know how. Yeah. So. Yeah, I we we are in this is we're not used to this in Cleveland. We're used to having to draft a savior. We're used to looking to say, okay, we're going to have two, three, four, five, six starters out of the out of this yeah. draft. I mean, we're used to. I we're officially gonna... at a point where we're not drafting for starters more often than not. We're out of this draft class, one maybe two starters. Yeah, I see JOK starting maybe depending on what happens with Greedy uh, Newsom. Yeah. yeah, outside of that, who's starting? I could see if if and this is a conversation for a different day. But if we don't if we don't bring Sheldon Sheldon Richardson back, if he has a really good camp, I could maybe see Togiai starting at defensive tackle. Perhaps. I mean, who's real? I mean, Malik Jackson. Like, is I know he's I he's he's an aging vet. I know um, they love Jordan Elliott. 
Jordan Elliott is probably, unless he has a horrible camp simply because right. he has the experience, I think it's going to be Billings and Elliott. Oh, I forgot about Billings. Um, Billings and Elliott are probably the starters, but then I could see the second string would be Jackson. and, yeah, and um, I don't see them bringing Sheldon Richardson back. I tweeted about this earlier. I'm I'm looking at so we've recently between the draft and between that guy free that, agency, that guy that they signed today that defensive tackle he's played in every game the last four years of yeah, the Chargers yeah and he's like a eight year going into nine year yeah. so he's he's like a year or two older than Sheldon so he's a little bit old. so here's my thing everyone's looking at the slew of guys we've either drafted we are undrafted free agents almost entirely were defense. Um, a couple of them being one of them being that um, from Florida State, Marvin Marvin Wilson. Thank you. Uh, another D tackle. He's to me. He's pretty. See, that's another. We paid him a lot of money as an undrafted free agent. Yeah, we're not going to get hung up on like two hundred thousand dollars. Like if well, it, if, if Shelton. So my thing is this. I don't view a lot of a lot of fans and a lot of insiders are kind of writing this off as like, oh well, we've got X, Y, and Z, so the Sheldon ship has sailed. I don't look at it like that. To me, it's it's the other way. It's this is insurance in case we can't get him back. That's how I'm looking at this. So if Sheldon decides he wants to really stick on X million dollars a year and we just can't give it to him, then now we at least have we've done our homework. At the end of the day, if Sheldon comes back and says, I will play for the price that you want me to play for, Andrew Barry, you're telling me that one of the guy we got from Seattle who hasn't played in four years because he's been hurt and or in jail and the nine-year vet from San Diego slash L.A. and the undrafted free agent, like one of those guys isn't going to get cut for Sheldon Richardson. But, I, mean, I, I don't see it. Would he be willing to do that though? Like, I don't know. Like, is he uh, like it, to me? Like, I don't know if it, if a team cut me and I was supposed to make twelve million dollars, and even if I don't get another offer somewhere, and they come back and be like, "Hey, come play for us with, at two million dollars," I would be like, "No." I mean, I just, I just won't play. If if he's willing, yeah, I guess that's that's just a personal decision for him. Like if he's willing, if he has a number that he's not willing to put his body and brain on the line for less than, then yeah, you know what? And if it's like retire or at least this, then maybe he does retire. Because at the end of the day, you're worth what the market says you're worth, not what you think you're worth. Right. So if nobody else offers him whatever his number in his head is, then he either has to. It's probably the reason to, why he hasn't signed anywhere. Is I think the number in his head is a lot higher than what teams are probably yeah, willing to and pay. And I don't blame him because if I'm a player, my job is to get you, the GM, to pay me as yeah. much as I can possibly squeeze you to pay me for. Just as if you're a GM, your job yeah. is the exact opposite. Which I think I think ultimately is going to be the reason why he doesn't come back to Cleveland is because, yeah. like you said, the Browns have done a pretty good job of signing a bunch of options that are insurance uh, policy, and the Browns are going to be like, "Here's our number. We're not going over this." And yeah. I, to me, any job, like if, if you were making a certain amount and they uh, decide to let you go and then they're like, hey, come back here at a fraction of the price, like I'm not going to do it. Like It's tough. No, I agree. I, it, more, more so, I think maybe for Sheldon Richardson, it's probably a pride thing. If I was, if I was supposed to, I'm a football player and I was supposed to make $10, $12 million from the same team and they are telling me that to them I'm only worth like two And again, this is arbitrary. I don't know. But yeah, like but if they're telling me like, hey, point stands. to to us you're worth two million dollars to bring back, I'm probably going to say no, it's not worth it. But hey, if you come, I, I I'll say this: I'm not getting hung up on whether Sheldon Richardson comes back or not. Yeah. I, we we have we've done a good we've done a good enough job to uh, cover that position after getting rid of him to where if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and it's to me it's marginal at best. It's not going to. I don't think. Having or not having Sheldon Richardson, in my mind, is not going to plus or minus 
uh, our record at all. Yeah. Is he a fun guy to have? Do I did I love him while he while he was here? Sure. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a good uh good team guy, good locker room guy. I I don't know. I just Yeah. I don't know. I'm not losing any sleep over Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. No, I get it. But yeah. So all in all though, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of like quality players. This year more than ever, we're gonna see guys that don't make our team immediately get jobs elsewhere. Like sure. we're like we're not we're going normally to, we're the guy normally yeah. we're the team poaching dumpster, other guys that get cut. Diving. Yeah. yeah. Uh for the first time in a very long time, there's very few spots to earn on this team. Yeah. There are very few spots to earn and it's going to really be 100%. interesting to see. We're going to cut a lot of decent decent players. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I look at the wide receiver room as an, as one like we drafted Anthony Schwartz, we brought back Higgins, OBJ's coming back. Is there a roster spot on this roster for a guy like Kaderil Hodge? I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, because you know how many were Jar- Jarvis Ob. There, there's five receivers that are guaranteed to make the roster this year: so. OBJ, Jarvis, Higgins, Schwartz, and DPJ. Yeah, they're all going to make the roster. Yeah, and the Browns aren't a team that has an offense to where they're going to want to carry seven. Receivers. I can see us carrying six. I think it's going to come six, down to so maybe K- that's Kadero Hodge because JoJo Natson is now immediately replaced by Schwartz. Yeah. Right. So um, I we'll see. Maybe Kadero yeah. Hodge makes it because he's a hell of a blocker. He's a good special teams player. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's to make the bottom of this roster. You have to be able to do two things now, especially the way the roster is set up. You have to be able to play special teams if you're a backup on this team because yeah. it's too competitive. Yeah. So, like, if you're if you're like a Mac Wilson, if you're a guy who's going to lose his spot because that we upgraded the position, and you're not ne- necessarily a special teams guy, you're probably not going to have a roster spot. So, I, we'll see. I don't know. So, I, what does that look like for Sheldrick Redwine? Like you said, if he can play special teams. I mean, how many? That's one, two, three, four. That w- he would be our fifth safety, counting the. Uh, Richard LeCount that we drafted mm-hmm. from Georgia. So we got uh, Delpit, Harrison, uh, John Johnson. Mm-hmm. There's your starters, by the way. Le- yeah. LeCount. Yep. And Redwine. Am I missing anybody? Probably. Is that five? I feel like there's somebody else. Well, uh, employee 23 is out. <laughs> Another uh, fan favorite. MJ Stewart was a corner. He's out. I can't remember. But anyway. Are we going to keep five safeties? I don't think so. No. Maybe because we're going to start three. But you yeah, could but also you could also in those uh, sub packages when you play three safeties, JOK could be the third safety. That's weird to say, isn't it? Yeah. Well, just he's wearing number twenty eight as yeah. a linebacker. That's another weird thing that we can get into in a, late, a later episode as we get closer to the season. The N- the NFL's rule change to where like you can wear any number you want now at any position. Did you, see, did you hear about that? I did not, and I didn't realize that you couldn't wear certain numbers in certain positions. Mm-hmm. So as a it, up until this year, as a wide receiver, you could wear any number in the teens and any number in the 80s. That was it. What's the purpose of that? Uh, it's just some, like tradition. It's, or yeah, something? It's, I, it's it had something to do with like groupings and being able to identify players oh, better. Like it's a, it's like, a very old and antiquated rule. Yeah, maybe for like the refs. So that they can yeah, like, well, something like that. But in yeah. college, you can wear whatever you can really wear whatever number you want, and yeah. that's kind of what the NFL is going to. So, like, you're going to see a lot of these players switch back to their uh, college numbers. Like, you could see OBJ switch to number three; he's been wearing thirteen. Um, 
I don't know caveat. what number. I don't know what number Greg. I don't think they've announced what number Greg Newsom's wearing, but he wore two in college. I think he's wearing two. Yeah, unless there's already two on the roster. The only caveat. So all these rookies, they're free to pick whatever they want. If you're a current vet, you can switch, but you have to buy out the stock of jerseys that are currently that currently right. exist out there right. like, for you. So if you're a big name guy, like there was, I forget who it was. Somebody was gonna switch, and then found out it was gonna cost him millions yeah. to buy out the jerseys. He's like. Not. Right, because the NFL's printed all those jerseys right. already. Yeah, so you'd have to buy out your jerseys. By the way, real quick to this go is back. why this is why like the NBA, like when LeBron was kept switching teams and was like going from twenty three to six or twenty three or whatever. Like the NBA, there's a rule where if you if you ask the NBA to change a number, you have to wait a year. Huh. It's because they've already printed all the jerseys oh, with your yeah, number on. That makes yeah, that makes sense. So like what that Ryan's saying, if you're a vet, like if OBJ wanted to switch to number three this year. He'd have to personally buy all of the number thirteen OBJ jerseys that are available in oh, stores. Oh wow, that's yeah. I wonder Millions. how many that because would the, be. Because yeah. the, yeah. the NFL's already printed them. Yeah, and they're not going to charge a fan full price for a jersey with the wrong number on it. Right. I mean, I can understand that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, Javante Moffat is the other safety on the roster. Mm. So whatever. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't even remember him. Yeah, I don't either. We're so good. I don't remember our players. <laughs> right. So it's uh it's gonna be interesting. So yeah, I think um the Browns got an the Browns got an uh, A rating for their draft from like everybody except Mel Kuyper. Yeah, and to be fair, Mel Kuyper is kind of like me with the beer. He's like the Russian judge. I think he gave like two or three teams A's. Mel Kuyper. <laughs> He's like he's, a grump, you know. He's uh, he's for sure the Russian judge. He gave yeah. almost everybody B's. The best thing about uh, Mel Kiper is, uh, uh, you know, he has a signature hair, but he's losing more and more of it every right. year. And like his widow's peak is like not centered on his head; it's like <laughs> over to the right. It's really weird. Yeah, and he looks like a bird. He's he's, <laughs> he's an interesting guy, but yeah, he uh, I, I I think outside of him, truly every national, like greater yeah. uh, uh you know sports writer everybody loves Andrew entertainer right analyst yeah everybody's speaking i mean it, the andrew berry and the browns are the only team from the past two drafts to receive a ratings yeah um and i'm sorry i don't i don't i don't i don't see and understand what the ravens are doing but that's the ravens i understand them more than i understand the steelers oh <laughs> yes the steelers yeah. are I love it. Yeah, I'm not I mad about it. it. I'm not mad about it. Um, I love it. The Ravens. I, I'm. I'm still. Well, you. Unfortunately, I'm still a bit high on the Ravens, and I. I will gladly be wrong, but yeah. I, I. I think what they've done. Wish I had a Baltimore one. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're, look, they're like the they're like the big bad wolf, and I'm just not afraid of them anymore. At, at this point in time, I can definitively say this offseason, free agency plus draft, the Browns absolutely got better, the Steelers absolutely got worse, the Ravens I would call a push because I've seen areas of their game get better and worse, mm-hmm. and I would say the Bengals probably. Sort of a push, slightly the trending Bengals positive. The, the Bengals did what the Bengals do. They they draft at positions where it's not going to help them unless they beef up the lines. Yeah. They have no interior linemen. Well, they've got uh, Larry Ogunjobi now. Oh, yay. Best name in football. Yes. 
So uh, I don't know. I, I I can definitively say that the Browns absolutely got better, and specifically looking within our division, I think we did the best job of getting better. Yeah, like by a landslide. Yeah, I mean here, here the only thing the only thing that uh, scares me about the Ravens is if Lamar Jackson can develop as a passer. And I, I'm not I, convinced that he could actually do that. So, see, and I, we're, that's then that's where we differ because I think he can. I yeah. think that now I don't, I'm not, see, I don't see any evidence of it. So it's it's all like okay, yeah, he he's going to do it. I mean, whatever. We'll find out this. He's year. the best. He's the best athlete at the position, maybe ever. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, hey, that that's that's the precise reason. I mean, him and Patrick Mahomes are the reason we went out and got a JOK. Yeah, the, I mean that that right there. You know, speaking of uh, greatest. Athletes at the quarterback position. Did you see uh, uh, Michael Vick run a four seven forty at like forty some years old? He's, he's forty years old. And he, ran, he just ran a four seven for um, the. Uh, That's insane. It? It's the um, Rich Eisen's uh, Run yeah. Rich Run, you know, charity yeah. event. I mean, when when he was when he was in his prime, he was running the four twos, but yeah. Like four seven, yeah. he's forty years 40, 40, 40 years old, and he spent two years in prison. Right, and he's he could outrun. Any of us still by most, a landslide oh on this round. Still most M- NFL players. Right. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah. So, so yeah. All right. Well, anything else, guys? Anything? I, I just realized that the draft, when I was working at my manager said something to me like, it's really just a, ne- it's a televised, glorified job hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially what True. it is. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Basically. I, I still go back to, like, I think this way with fantasy football. Like, imagine... Like if a bunch of athletes sat around and like drafted us as like office workers, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, could you imagine? If- he sort of blows at responding to emails, but I tell you what, have you seen <laughs> it? His quarterly quarterly reports are off the charts. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's weird. Like we're analyzing and overanalyzing words, what these guys do for a living. Words type per minute. Yeah, right. Off could the you charts. Imagine if the NFL draft was a snake draft. Ugh. That'd be awful. Where the Super Bowl champion would get two picks in a row. No, that'd be terrible. That'd be scary. That'd be awful. That'd be us next year. Well, that would that that part I'm fine with. What if we did it like a lottery draft, where you just like the NBA? Does yeah, it? like the NBA. Nah. I don't like it because then, cause then, you, cause then you encourage tanking, and well, no, that discourages. Yeah. Technically, it discourages tanking. Yeah, but I mean, not the way the when NBA you does have, it. When, well, right, right. If you do like the lotto, yeah, like I know, but there's still way more tanking in the NBA. You would than tank more now if you did a. Compared to doing a lottery yeah. draft, well, I think it's there's a lot more tanking. I mean, it's it's uh, it's hard. It's apples think, and oranges because the I mean, yeah, your chances I, of I don't think are, there's more tanking in the NBA. I think the NBA is so top heavy with some teams having so much talent, and you have like five teams that are always going to be terrible each year, like just atrociously terrible every year. Well, that's because they tank, but they can't. They can't. They don't know how to make draft picks. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the Cavs. Right. I mean, actually, I shouldn't I say that. But, I, I I actually don't think the Cavs have drafted that terribly in the last few years. I just think that in the NBA you have to have like two to three like top well, ten players or you're not gonna even gonna be well, a yeah, contender. They're, they're, well their problem is like in the draft, like like a couple years they've had the worst record, but they've gotten like the sixth pick. Yeah. Because of because of the lotto. Yeah. <laughs> they right. should be picking they right, but that one, right, I know, but yeah, right, but that, be, but that, that didn't discourage them from tanking, though. They were actively I, trying. I don't to think it's games. intentional. I think they're just. Oh, it's hundred percent intentional. Uh, I, it's oh, come on. Yeah, 
Don't be naive. I mean, no, I no, I'm not. I don't think that it's like, oh, let's intentionally lose this game today. I think it's they don't have good enough players. Like the bottom half of the NBA is woefully unmatched compared to okay, the top. Okay, I'll half. say this: the players aren't actively tanking. The franchise is. Well, the franchise, tanking. yeah, because your percentage goes up higher, but it's not any worse than the NFL, where you literally can just get the number one pick if you want. Like you can you can throw every game and get the number one pick yeah, if that's of interest to you to do that. But I I, I disagree. I think tanking is way more prevalent in the NBA. I, I think you're misunderstanding how what I'm saying that like in the NBA more so than other other sports, the bottom half of the league is just a joke. I mean, teams like the Timberwolves are like have just been a joke for 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 decades. Like, I mean, that's and, frankly, it's that's been us outside of the LeBron years. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. No, there are some teams in the NBA that they're just never going to be good. I mean, there's all. I mean, that's like that in every sport. I mean, though. that was the Warriors until there's they like that, finally. That's like that in the NFL too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, up until the up until the last year, the Browns hadn't made the playoffs since 2002. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's that kind of stuff happens in every league. But I think the Lotto's stupid though in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. It's I think the Lotto's ridiculous dumb because because so stupid because whether whether there's a lottery or not, teams are going to tank. And I think yeah. it's just it's just and you it can't not everyone's of... going to compete every year. It's impossible. Right. You got 30 teams, 30 or however many, how yeah. many, 30, right? In the NBA, 30. Yeah, you can't. There's, there's like five that are com- going to compete. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's and, not enough talent and some around. years it's like two. And they're <laughs> talking about expanding. The parity in the NBA is stupid. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. The lack really of bad. the lack the, of parity the, 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 in the NBA. It's one of the worst. It's for horrible. sure. For sure. It's one of the worst. And but. I'll say this. It, by far, the NBA has suffered. Uh, more than any other sport with not having fans at their games. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, don't, I, would, I, like, I would also agree with like, that. I don't, yeah. I don't, like, I don't, the NBA season is still going on. Like, I have no idea. Like, I, I have no idea. It is, and it's like, you're right. I agree with Dan. It needs fans. That and, like, soccer need fans more. How about, I, we don't, no, we're about to end the episode. We're not going to get into this. Maybe next week. But how about the uh, hypocrisy of LeBron talking about the play? Oh, he's always, yeah. And did, did you see the quotes where he was, like, Last year he loved it. it. Yeah, I'm like, dude, it's because it's because his team is creeping down towards that play-in tournament. They's like, well, this is stupid. Whoever should be should be fired. Yeah, okay, LeBron. Yeah, Yeah, he's getting sorry that your new sorry that your new super team. I love LeBron. He's getting very very annoying on social media. Yeah, very annoying. And I don't know why he's he never used to be like that. I don't know. He he used to always kind of be promoting like I'm not really gonna be on social media. Like, listen, I'm all for like athletes having their voice and saying like whatever they want. But does LeBron really have to give his opinion on literally everything? It's no, but he will because he knows he can. Yeah, and he'll be hypocritical about it like he is with this playing tournament. Yep, I agree with that. I feel like Kobe was love you, LeBron. Rarely for the championship Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, yeah, Kobe. For half shit. of Kobe's career, there they, wasn't there social, wasn't social media. media. Yeah, that's yeah true. but I mean, even towards the end of his career, Twitter was, oh yeah, super popular when he was still in the league. There, there's but, actually yeah. a handful of stars that don't engage on social media. Oh yeah, media. I'm sure. Like it's weird that James, James Harden, Harden is all of a sudden on social media now. I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? And he'll just give his little two cents. I mean, he doesn't really do stuff like LeBron's doing. He'll just be like, oh yeah, this rapper is super excited about your album. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, hey, right. I just like the wings at this strip. Yeah, club the wing. Yeah, good. this strip club in Atlanta is pretty good. Ten. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm me. Like they're probably all, being we, forced to we, do it. We all know I'm not invested in sports as much as you know. Yeah, I you three. You say social media. I'm like, dude, it's your job. I, <laughs> don't get me started, but. <laughs> Uh, maybe it's just me. 
I could give a rat's ass about what any athlete really that's really has true. to say. That's also true. I'm not saying they don't have anything good to say or it's worth reading. Yeah. I personally just don't give a shit. <laughs> like I just yeah. don't care. Have you guys? Like, I'm going to keep scrolling. Have you guys ever seen the skit with Dave Chappelle or uh, not skit? I think it was a stand up. Where he's talking about how Ja Rule had some opinions on 9 11. <laughs> and then he's like, who the Shut F ja. cares what Ja Rule has to think about 9 <laughs> <That's> 11? <exactly. laughs> like, That's my viewpoint. Yeah, every time, yeah, you just got to remind yourself that. Ja Rule, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, didn't, way. didn't, uh, by the way, I, and I don't mean to drag this out anymore, but didn't Daryl Morey go after LeBron again for the playing tournament thing? Probably. Daryl like, Dar- Morey's always. He troll, was, trolling was people. <laughs> He's always trolling people. <laughs> he trolled they, the well, country of China and yeah. almost, almost got <laughs> almost tore the whole NBA apart. Like. <laughs> yeah. Boy, did he boy did he uh, expose some hypocrisy there. He did. Man. He did. Absolutely did. Anyway. I appreciate him for that. But. Well, that was episode one fifty nine. That's gonna do it for us. Uh you can follow us on social media at the L O T L podcast. Check out our website, L O T L Podcast.com. And uh, yeah, it's gonna that's gonna do it for us. That's uh, it. Shout out to our boy uh, Eric Helwig, who is, I think, last night he had his first show. First show, yeah. Um, and he'll be performing uh, the rest of the week down in Akron. So if you're listening to this, and it's wet tomorrow, Wednesday. Well, today, he's if you're actually listening in Be- to it, he's actually in Beechwood. If you're listening today on Wednesday, he's actually in Beechwood today. He's in Beechwood. So, so look up his his so uh, go see website. Him. He's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, shout out Eric. But uh, absolutely. Yeah. So. For uh, Jordan, Jimmy, and Ryan, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, episode 159. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See you.